Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with busy moms of littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I am freaking out today, guys. I'm trying to play it cool. I'm not really good at that. I have got a guest on today that I have been thinking would be one of my all-time favorite dream guests to have on. Her name is Talitha Phillips of Claris Health. Now, if you guys have been with me for a while and listening, I have talked about Claris a lot. This is an organization that she just has a mission to move forward, and she's going to tell us about this today, and I cannot wait, cannot wait. So please help me welcome a sweet friend and a very exciting podcast guest today, Talitha Phillips. Hey girl, how are you? Hi Paige, I'm good. I'm equally as excited. You're too sweet. I told you that I was kind of going to be geeking out whenever 
you got on this call because I really wanted to have you come on and share what's on your heart and what you've been doing in the community. Cause I think it's so amazing. And I love that whenever you responded to me, you were like, Oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast. I, I love the things you're doing that I totally freaked out. That was really sweet of you to say you're, you're a very sweet liar. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all very true. Well, please tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and, and talk to us about how you have been on a mission to help moms in your community through Claris and other avenues. Tell us all the things. Oh, all the things. Well, to start, yes, I am a fellow mom. I have two girls, Riley and Addie. They are Riley's 13. So entering the fun crazy. It's bizarre. I'm going to be in that world soon and I will be calling you and I need all the help, all the help. Uh, Well, a little aside, I also have three brothers. So I thought I would have only boys and wanted boys. And then God gave me two girls. And so it's just been a wild ride. And shockingly, there's a lot that I really love about this age, which I never imagined. So that's been really sweet. And then we have an eight-year-old little girl named Addie and she is, she was adopted. So I have a biological daughter and then one that was adopted. So there's been just such fun, sweet, wild, crazy moments through all of that. We have a very open adoption with her birth mom, which has been incredible, but you couldn't pick two different children. And so, um, yeah, I would say I have two girls, but sometimes it does feel like one of them is 10. My little one is a lot of personality. And then, yeah, I'm the CEO at Claris, which best way to describe Claris, I love just sharing that the word Claris means clarity or brightness. And that's really what ultimately what we're about, bringing clarity to what can feel like really confusing situations or brightness to what can feel like really dark moments in life. And as a mom, you know, just knowing even, even in the best situations when you're married or you're you know, planning for a baby or adopting a child, you know, and there's all this hope and all these wonderful expectations. It can be really challenging when you're faced with this new baby and all that comes with that. And so we are here to walk alongside these moments with women and we're there really before, during, and after a pregnancy. So we have services that really work on just education and prevention for those who maybe aren't ready to become a mom or thinking that they want to put that off for a while um, if they're young or teenagers. And then we have just all those services when you're in that moment and you're finding out that you're pregnant, whether it was a planned pregnancy or an unintended pregnancy, and just being there to hold someone's hand through that, making sure that they don't ever feel trapped as if they have one option that they know they have options, but more than just having options that they have a community of support around them that will be there. And then that leads us into the after and building just this network of support. So we're there in the first five years of a child's life, if she chooses to parent, and that might mean you know, parenting classes or material assistance or providing, you know, resources for a doula or just diapers and wipes and and being with other women mentorship. And then for those who choose adoption, we are there to hold their hand through that process. We connect them with adoption resources so that they have not just funneled to an agency that finds a family to adopt the child, but that they're cared for through that process. Cause there's a lot of grief that goes along with choosing adoption. There's loss and there's pain 
And then for those that choose abortion, we have an entire post-abortion support group. We have a Bible study that they can go through or another version of a support group wherever they're at to just walk through that. Cause that's another often decision that is faced with a lot of loss and just a need to process and heal through that. So that is so beautiful. It sounds like you really treat the whole mom, the whole mom, the whole thing. And I love that. I did not know that clearest meant clarity and that so much for me, I talk about simplifying things in your life and clarity is really something that can come from simplifying your life. And there is nothing simple about being a mom, (laughs) nothing. And to be able to have someone there to provide that clarity, that support, that comfort, that love, no matter what choices they are choosing to make. I think that that is such a beautiful thing. And I know that God really put this on your heart. I've had the pleasure of hearing you speak at uh, some of our our Mops and Mom Life events at our church. And I was actually asked by our pastor's wife, Natalie, she a while ago, a long time ago, she said, hey, we're going to go serve over at Claris and just see, you know, what can we do to help out? And like you said, diapers, wipes, I think that day we, she said, well, we need, we need you to come along because you're going to organize. They have this great you know, over, I'm always calling Nikki. I'm like, Nikki, I have another organizing client, this busy mom of little, she has all this awesome loot and shout out to Nikki girlfriend. I got to call you because I got a cute little white kids kitchen that's on the way to you. Okay. But they are always so excited to be able to pass on any of the things that were gently used or even not used at all. And so we would show up and we would get to organize that little store in there. So the moms could walk through and get anything that they need for free to help them. We'll go in and we'll create these fun baskets. And actually, I think one time when you did come and speak and you just shared what was on your heart about your personal experience that really has, has fueled this fire for you, this mission where you knew that this was your job to give back to the women of the community and support them in a way that I think in some ways, maybe you shared, you you were supported and in others that you felt like you needed help. And I just love, I love that you have opened the opportunity up to the community in so many ways to basically have moms helping moms. I love the idea of all of us who want to go and contribute however we can, whether it's donating items, whether it's creating these sweet little baskets to give to the new moms, whether it's Nikki has also called me so sweet. And she said, can you come speak to our moms about just getting organized when baby does come? Because, oh my goodness, you know, Talitha, we were just, we were laughing before we got on this call about how she had had an organizer come in and she walked into her daughter's room and was like, Oh, this might be an eight hour job today. (laughs) There's a lot to organize with kids. Gosh, all the gear. So I just love that you have so many different opportunities for people to use what they have to help other moms or to, you know, bring their, their gift of speaking to come and help with those parenting classes or any other classes that you have. And can you just tell us a little bit more? I don't know if you want to give us a little bit of, of your background, just to give us an idea of how you felt like this was something that you felt compelled to turn into a business to help other people with this situation. Definitely. So I have an interesting journey. So I went to Pepperdine. I came out here. I'm went to high school in Oklahoma and actually wanted to go to Baylor, but I'm not bitter. They wouldn't any <laughs> <take> money. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Pepperdine was like, oh, we'll give you this almost full ride. So um, <laughs> begrudgingly came to Malibu. I know not many people <laughs> that story. So good. So, 
came to Pepperdine and then summer after my freshman year. And I grew up in a really great home. I have parents that are wonderful. They're still married today. My dad was a missionary for a lot of years. So I grew up overseas sort of on the mission field and then started dating somebody my senior year. And the summer after my freshman year at college, I found out that I was pregnant and you know, I mean, I think in, in that moment, there was just so much shame and just disappointment, um, fear of going to my parents and not that it was their fault. I think growing up in that environment where you're not really supposed to make mistakes, or if you do, you know, you're shamed a lot of, I mean, I saw girls at our church where they wouldn't dedicate their baby because the baby was born to a single mom and just seeing the gospel displayed in such what I would say now, just unhealthy ways. Um, if we know, if we really study Jesus's character and how he pursued actually the ones who were lost and the ones who were in sin and the ones who needed him. And so, you know, in that moment, just the world crashing down in front of my eyes. And I ended up making the choice to have an abortion. I was quickly led, well, we'll just go here and then we'll go here. And then the next thing you know, and all along didn't want to make that choice. And in a way I was almost hoping somebody would find out and rescue me from my own decision-making. It was, I, one night I'll never forget. I stood in my parents' door and I was trying to get up the courage to go and to tell them that I needed their help. And then I remember making that decision and just saying, I'm going to do this. And then I'm just going to hate myself for the rest of my life. And, and that's really what I did. And I was really on the trajectory of doing that, um, all sorts of self-destructive behaviors or just not feeling worthy in, in any way, thinking, you know, I'll never get married. I'll never have kids. I'll never, you know, all these things. And so flash forward just a couple of years, I was at a church in Malibu and I opened a church bulletin and I saw an ad for a post-abortion support group at what is now Claris. And so that was my first introduction. It was a 10 week group. It was so hard to make the call. I ran from that for quite a while and then finally called and I will never forget the woman's voice on the other end. And you talk about just the clarity. It's clarity is almost something you can feel. And I would say that when she answered, I just felt so much peace. Like I knew that she genuinely loved me. It was like, she reached through that phone and just said, you know what? You're not alone. You're not defined by this. She immediately spoke such hope over my life where I don't remember what I said. I don't even think I said much on the phone, but she knew what I needed to hear. And then I went through this 10 week journey with other women and realized, gosh, I really am not alone. And we had a lot of similarities, even though our stories were very different, but I feel like God reached into my life so soon after I had been through that. And I always say healing is like you're peeling a, a layer of an onion. It's not like one and then you're done, right? Like I went through the group and then I volunteered and went through it again. And then I graduated college and they said, well, will you help us lead it? And each time I, I would lead other women through it, but I was peeling the layers of my own healing as well to get down to the core. Like what was the core thing that why was I holding on so tightly? Why was I not wanting to let God forgive me? Why was I not forgiving myself? And so I did all that volunteer, never thought this would become a passion of mine. I was going to be a consultant or go to law school or something. And these little women from the, the organization at the time kept 
running into me around town at baby showers and they'd say, we really feel like you're supposed to be the director. And I was like, no, no, no. And I just ran and ran and ran as hard as I could. And finally, I ran into one of them and she said, have you, I think she said something like, have you ever been prayed about this or are you just saying no because you're saying no? And uh-oh, she got you. She just got you. Yes. <laughs> she convicted me so much in that moment. I said, okay, fine. I'll pray about it. And then funniest story, Chuck Norris, the actor, I got a call from his wife and they were expecting twins. I knew the family was somewhat related to the family at the time. And they wanted a night nurse to help with their babies. And so I thought, well, if I work overnight for them, I can't continue the full-time job. And Clarice at the time was a part-time director role. We were only open 20 hours a week. So I had this moment where God so clearly said, look, you are supposed to take this job. And when I said yes to the Norris and yes to this, I remember my first day I sat down and I just cried at the <laughs> office. And thought, oh my gosh, I'm 23. I don't know anything. I only have brothers. Women's issues scare me. Mm-hmm. And God so knew in that moment that I was the right person for that because I looked around and I, the first thought I had was, I don't know if I would have walked in here when I was pregnant. I don't know if I would have felt welcome. I don't know if I would have felt like they're really just there to help me. Now, wonderful people love them. And I learned so much from them, but little things like from an organization perspective, right? Like how you organize the office, how, what colors are on the wall? Do you walk in and see diapers or do you walk in and see a friendly face there to greet you? And sure, sure. Really reimagining and learning. I was such a sponge but I was so passionate about knowing that there's so many women like me who, if somebody had said to me, Hey, your parents aren't going to kill you. Would you want me to go and talk with them or don't make a decision based on fear? Because those are the decisions you often regret later in life. Sure. And you don't have to do this alone. And this isn't your only choice. So it's a very long roundabout way to say, this is how I got here. And it became a calling, you know, it started off as I would say a a job that I thought I should pursue because God was clearly saying that. But then the more I got into it, the more I realized, oh my gosh, I actually care about people before they get here. I really care about making sure that we're not just telling people you can do this, but are we willing to do it with them? And I think this topic is so often so polarizing and it's so divisive. But when you just talk about helping women, I wasn't a mom at the time and now I am a mom, but realizing I didn't even have to be a mom at the time to be passionate. But now that I've raised children and now that I realize now I have a 13 year old and I think she could be one of the girls that walks in, you know, I see these girls walking in and I think, Oh, my mom heart now is activated. Of course. Being a woman. Now I'm like, Oh, now I understand on such a deeper level. And, and I see why, yes, we're moms helping other moms. Cause we know, we know, but you don't have to be a mom to care about this either. Absolutely. I love that God did put that on your heart. You said you, you felt like it was a calling. I have a sweet, honestly, an, an internet friend, uh, you know, this, these interwebs, they're t- tricky. Like you think that you have this friendship that's real. I, 
just met her through an organization, another faith-based business organization. And she started a podcast that I just love. And it's called, she's called and confident. And it's all about being confident that God is calling you to do some of these hard things. I remember when I was running from the whole podcasting thing for the longest time, because I am literally the most tech challenge person ever. (laughs) And I could not shake the feeling that God was saying, this is something that I want you to do. You can reach a larger group of people. We all need to feel a little more organized and just need a little bit of that organization motivation because it's tough, but specifically those busy moms of littles, because just like you said, are people going to seek out that place to go to, to find the help they need, or does somebody need to reach out from there to sort of come and, and meet those people where they are? And for me, that looked like meeting people in their earbuds while they were doing laundry or on their carpool run, you know, and for you, could you please speak to us about the mobile services that you guys offer too? Cause this is another thing that you launched not that long ago, although maybe for you, it feels like a lifetime ago. Cause I know that this has just been something that you guys have been working so hard, even all during the pandemic, when all of the crazy, you know, wearing masks and social distancing and whatever. And what I love just from watching what you guys were doing and continuing to raise money and serve your community, it really appeared that you were not going to let a global health crisis slow your mission down. And I think that that is so beautiful. Can you tell us about your mobile services? Definitely. So this year is actually my 20th anniversary at Claris. Um, wow. That's so exciting. You know, there's been so much growth originally just, you know, we were in West LA for so many years and then we felt like God was saying we needed to go where the need was. And we identified a community, a very small community in South LA, and we were there for several years and then moved around. But even being in South LA and in West LA and offering these medical and these were all these wraparound services, we started growing these community partnerships and we have over 250 community partners and About five years ago, an organization came to us and said they wanted to give us a mobile clinic. We did a feasibility study and we said, no, there's no need for that. Nobody really, you know, wants that. And this is such a God thing because the model, they wanted to give us a mobile clinic to do pregnancy testing and a couple of things. And then what happened was a housing project in Compton and in Watts asked us to come and do health screenings. They couldn't find a medical organization to come in. And it was slightly, you know, not all pregnant women, but we went to the board and we said, we really feel called to this community and we need to be seeing people before they're pregnant. And so we did, we went in and we did these like pop-up clinics and quickly learned that we needed something much more established and licensed to, to provide the confidentiality and the professionalism that goes with the Claris brand and just our license. So we did in 2018, we announced that we were going to build a mobile clinic. And we wanted to drive it into communities that either lack access to transportation or that have a high mistrust in the medical community. We work largely with African-American and Latino populations, and we really are feel very much convicted about helping reduce the rates of infant and maternal mortality. So there've been two ways. One, we launched a prenatal care program that's in a group And the other is getting to people who won't maybe be able to get to the doctor or don't trust the doctor. So we announced in 2018 and within a year, we raised the money and built this custom made. So we built it from the chassis up mobile. It's a 30 foot vehicle. 
And it has been incredible because we launched it in October of 2019. And then in March, the world shut down. And within one week, we pivoted and said, okay, well, maybe we won't do medical services for a minute while we figure this out. But we have 30 feet of space. And so we turned it into a food distribution vehicle and hygiene kits and diapers and wipes. And we started driving them into communities that really needed them. Couldn't get to the, or you remember the time at the grocery store when there was no toilet paper, no toilet paper. That's what I was just thinking. I was even thinking I can remember during that time, people were like, Oh, I can't get toilet paper. Like I need to go buy all the baby wipes and whatever. And in my mom brain, and we were out of diapers at that point, but in my mom brain, I was like, Oh my gosh, those moms must be freaking out because you don't take our diapers and wipes. Well, that's what's happening. People were going in. And then if you're, you know, on WIC, you know, they have special, there's only certain things they can buy. Mm -hmm. And so they would go to the store and there wouldn't be formula because people were buying out all the formula and not really thinking that if I buy all this, there are families who can only get certain kinds. So it was an incredible season, but we saw God move in such incredible ways. And I think our posture has always been just send us like, we're not going to be afraid. We're not going to, you know, we're going to be smart about this, but if there is a need and we feel called, we need to find out how to get there. And so we did and an incredible army of support. So many moms and we had some moms and people would come and help us make hygiene kits and people were buying diapers all over the city and dropping them off at our office and wipes and food and just saying, what can I do? Because like you, you know, we were realizing, well, wait a second, I can probably figure something out, but others likely can't. And so it was really really sweet to see moms rally. Uh, I loved that. And I know in our community too, and with our church and school, that was one of the things that, you know, we were getting emails right away. And in our mom life group too, we were talking about how, like, how can we figure this out? And even I went into my Duke's closet because there had been some, diapers that, you know, you just kind of hang on to because you just don't know what if just the, what if, and I thought, okay, well here, we're just gonna, we're going to do it. We're going to get rid of them once and for all. And he was thrilled. He, you know, we like practically had a party that no more diapers in the house, but you know, they're just those nighttime diapers that you're like, you know, just in case it's fine. And so we ended up just scooping up. We had a whole bunch of them. And I just, again, called Nikki. I was like, can I drop these off? And she's like, yes, girl, please, please do. Thank you. And just taking anything. And and our community was, they were all about it. They were all about finding ways to help. And, and I just love that. And so Talitha, can you tell us if, if we do want to help serve our community in that way, even if, cause I have so many, even international listeners, I would love if you could just tell anybody how they can help support this amazing cause and the work that you're doing. Also just hope that this encourages people to take part in their local organizations that are doing amazing things in their community. And then please make sure you let us know. And I'll certainly drop it in show notes as well, but links that we could go to website, things like that, where we can learn more about what you're doing and and how we can contribute as moms who are helping moms. Yes. I think I would be remiss at an opportunity like this, not to say if there's somebody that's listening and you heard my story and for some reason it resonated with you that I would say first and foremost, or any part, you know, whether it's adoption or maybe you were a single mom, or maybe you had an abortion that, you know, that you're loved today and that we're here for you first and foremost. So I would say contact me. You can find me 
Um, there's not a lot of Talitha's out there. There's <laughs> one other Talitha Phillips, but I'm not the realtor. So you can find me <laughs> quickly on social or whatever. I respond. I will respond. And then for Claris, our website, clarishealth.org or Instagram, I think it's at Claris Health. But just know that there are so many opportunities, regardless of where you live. I love that Paige says, get involved locally. You can search in your community. I always recommend searching for organizations, just search for like pregnancy clinic, or you can search for maternity home. You could search for foster support, especially supporting those who are fostering or bio families. You know, there are organizations that help keep families intact, love, um, go look those up and support. And then if in any way you want to be involved, you can, like Paige said, you can drop stuff off with us. Um, Nikki is the, the magical word. She's unbelievable at our office, but you can reach out to any of us. And we even have an Amazon wish list for people who are far. If you would say, I want to help with diapers or wipes, you can go to our Amazon wish list. If you email us, you can email info at clarishealth.org. That'll get to me and others, but we would be more than happy. Or if there's an opportunity, if you want us to speak to some moms or share opportunities or connect you to somebody that we know in your city, we might be able to do that as well. I love it. Just endless possibilities for ways that we can help each other. I have to tell you, Talitha, I I had a hard day yesterday. I had a really hard day. I, I can remember, I used to love watching Dancing with the Stars and they would have, whenever they would get voted off, (laughs) say goodbye. They'd play that song, had a hard day. I don't know why I just turned that into like a country music song. It's not, but that was in my mind. I was like, had a hard day. And, and so I actually recorded yesterday and the way this plays out is I think a lot of, you know, that all a few weeks prior to when the episodes air, I have recorded them and I had a hard day and I talked about it, which will be when, when this episode airs, it'll be the week before. So the first Monday of May, I just got on and I shared that I was having a hard day. Things were difficult. And I said, I don't have something prepared that I'm going to say. I just, it's been a brutal day and I can't stop crying. And I tend to not cry that much. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I was like, what are these things falling from my eyeballs? I don't know. I don't like it. It's giving me a headache, but you know, I just, I was hurting and I'm sad. And I thought by the end of just kind of sharing that, I thought, you know what? It's one of those things where we all take our experiences and we figure out a healthy way to use those and help other people. And I couldn't help but think I knew your episode was coming up and I was so excited about you talking about it because I love how you have just shared your heart and you've taken a very difficult decision in your life and you've turned it into helping other moms. And it has such been a beautiful thing to watch. I've been so inspired by you. I'm so grateful that you took the time to come on and share your story and share all of the ways that you have been called. Absolutely. As you're calling no question. I'm so glad you answered it. You have touched my heart. You have touched countless people's hearts in your community. I'm absolutely thrilled that your girls have a mom like you because they are going to change the world. I mean, these kids that we have these days, they're going to change the world. And it started because you decided to follow what God put on your heart. And so I think that wherever we are in our lives, if we are celebrating wins or if we are in the deepest struggles, what brings me through, it feels like is to be able to find a way to use that to serve somebody else. And I just, I just could not think of a more 
important person to have on to, to really just share about how you have done that. And I'm so impressed with you. And I'm so grateful again, that you took the time to do this. Thank you. Thank you for sharing these things that you're doing. I think you're incredible. Thank you. So everyone go to the show notes, check out these links, find ways that you can support Claris and Talitha and all of that crew's mission to help serve the community and do it so beautifully and get involved with your local neighborhood community services, because it is such a beautiful thing. Find ways to take the gifts that God has given you and the experiences he's given you and serve others. Thank you so much. And All right, stick around for some very fun episodes that are coming up for the month of May. I appreciate you, Talitha, and I will be talking to you real soon. And Nikki, I'm coming for you. I got some stuff, girl. I'm coming. (laughs) Thank you, Talitha. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.